0: are resilient, I believe that although these past several months have been challenging, I don't want to take away from the magnitude of the challenge that many of us have felt and experienced, but with God in our lives, I believe that we can do all things. I believe that we are resilient. I believe that as the church of Jesus Christ, that the best days are yet ahead in Jesus' name. One of the things that makes online church so exciting is when I make a mistake, I not only hear from people inside, but I hear from dozens outside. and perhaps during announcement time, you realize that I mentioned June the 2nd for our drive-in service. Let me make a correction. If it was July the 2nd, then I'm sorry, you missed it. Uh, but it's actually going to be August the 2nd. I have a lot of dates going through my mind right now, and so please forgive that mistake. It is actually going to be Sunday, August the 2nd, that we are going to have that drive through as well. And drive through. Never mind. This is just one of those days today, and I'm just going to continue on. This is all part of live, and uh, we can't edit things here very quickly. So, um, anyways, I'd like to draw your attention this morning to the Word of God. I am so thankful that God does not make mistakes. Is there anybody else that can identify and appreciate with that today that God does not make mistakes? I love to get into God's Word. I love when the stories of the Bible come alive. And I try my best to cause the teachings of the Bible with the power of the Holy Spirit to come alive for all of us as we discover together what God's Word has in store and has for us every single time we gather. I believe that we as a a church, I believe that we as people, we need to be in the Word of God. I believe that. I believe that the Bible is the single most important book that we need to be getting into on a regular basis. And once again, if you do not have a Bible, let us know, because we would love to put one in your hands completely free. Perhaps you've also been aware that over these last couple of weeks, we've been having some fun together. And about a month ago, I had a, a bicycle up here, and I began to talk about how the spokes on the bike represent our lives and the components of our lives and the center of the bike was where all the spokes go on the tire represented Jesus and Jesus needs to be the center of our lives and thank you so much for all of your encouraging notes of thanks that 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 meant something to you and we've been having some fun together talking about all kinds of different aspects of our Christian lives today, I'd like to continue on once again with a little bit of an object lesson today. Now, I tried my best to get it free in here, but there were some logistical challenges, and the, the church family, they really didn't seem to like the idea, the church leadership didn't necessarily like the idea of me putting a hole in the in a roof to lower one down on the platform. They somehow seem to think that that might be a little bit of an expensive problem to fix. And so I'd like you to imagine with me this morning that this is a free, and perhaps I need to pick it up a little bit just to draw some attention, but I would like you to imagine with me just for a moment that this that this is a a tree. And I'd like you to also imagine with me today that there are some branches on this tree. This tree is actually really healthy. The person that takes care of this tree does a really good job and there's not a lot of branches that need to be pruned. But what I want to do this morning is I want to talk about things change in our lives that may actually be in the way of what God wants to do in our lives. But the Bible talks about God being a cleaner and taking things out of our lives that are in the way. And today, I know that this tree is healthy, but I do want to just cut a piece off like this. I also tried to get a teams off, but they won't let me have power to it. Uh, for some reason. But as we we prune today, I want you to imagine things in our lives that are perhaps at cross-purposes, or perhaps they're just things in our lives that are in the way of what God wants to do and accomplish in our lives. In a few moments, we are going to turn in the Bible. I'd like you to join me, though, in the meantime, Luke's Gospel, chapter 12, verse 15. And We've been talking a little bit about life and some of the principles of life, and life is not defined by what you have. I want you to remember that this morning. Life is not defined by what you have, even if you have a life. You see, life in Christ is all about what we do to Christ and his kingdom, I want my life to count for something. I I pray that that is your desire as well. that you live your life, that that you want your life to count for something. I want my life to count for something. And over the last couple of online gatherings, we've explored some really exciting topics. As I talked about, we talked about the bike and how life needs to be the center of our lives. We've the concept of love. We discussed how God is the perfect example and demonstration of love. We discussed what it means to have our lives truly 100% focused on Christ and we shared how life is not about you. Life is not about me either. I know that's a surprise. But life is not about you. It's not about me. Life is about serving God and keeping our focus on Him. Someone once said, and I quote, Life is short, it will soon be past, and only those things done for Christ will rise. A few moments ago, you seen me using this small screen that we envision to be bigger. And we talked about pruning. I'd like you to turn in your Bible to John chapter 15, verses 1 and 2. John chapter 15, verses 1 and 2. The Bible says, Jesus says in this verse in John, I am the true vine, and my Father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that bears fruit, he prunes so that it may bear more fruit. Pruning, whether physical or spiritual, doesn't seem pleasant. But it is really necessary for health and growth. In our lives, in our lives today, my conviction is that God's Word the Bible is the perfect tool for pruning for us. You see, I believe that God's word is sharp. God's word is sharp, so it can remove the unwanted branches in our lives without harming us. Doesn't mean it might not be painful. However, He will help us through His mercy and unconditional love for. And as God cleans us, removes some of the clutter that is in the way, the dead branches, it improves our service. It improves our usefulness. It improves our effectiveness in the kingdom. And you know, it is also very freeing. Perhaps you can identify with this concept this morning. You know, I certainly can. You know, there are times in my life, and I know this can be hard to imagine, but there are times in my life when I realize that there are things that have crept in that, yes, they, they might be good things even, but things that have crept in that need to be pruned out a little bit so that I can really serve God for all that God wants me to do and accomplish in my life. A perfect example of this would be Where are you spending your time? Someone once said, and I I talked about this a little bit, a a few weeks ago rather, that Facebook truly reveals how much time we actually do have in our lives. There's a lot of people that spend a lot of time on social media. I'm not saying that that's bad in and of itself. I'm not saying that spending time on social media is bad. Please don't get me wrong with that. But we have to remember that sometimes things in our lives, even though they're good, they get in the way of what God wants to do and accomplish in our lives. And I want to serve God with every moment. I want to serve God with the very best of my abilities, with my time, with my efforts, and things that are in my life, that are keeping me from serving God to my full potential, I want God to help me through the reading of the, of the Word, through the reading of the Bible, to discover those things so that I can remove them with the help of God in my life. Is anybody with me this morning? Is anybody identifying with me this morning that there are things in our lives that we sometimes, with God's help, need to get rid of? if God turns them. It prunes us, us removes some of the clutter that is in the way, the dead branches, it improves us service, our usefulness, our effectiveness in the kingdom, and it is so free. The Bible says in Galatians chapter 5, verse 13, the Bible says this, for you have been called, the Bible says, for you have been called to live in freedom. Not freedom to satisfy your sinful nature but freedom to serve in love, freedom to serve one another in love. It's my belief every person joining us today, in person or online, needs to find a place of service. Jesus had the right idea. Actually, Jesus always has the right idea. His life right was devoted to serving. I read this quote recently, and it says this, and I quote, most people wish to serve God, but only in advisory capacity. So here's a thought. At times, we make serving the Lord so complicated. But it's actually pretty easy. Find what needs to get done and do it. The Bible says in First Peter chapter 4 verses 7 through 11, the Bible says this, The end of all things is you. Therefore, be clear-minded and self-controlled so that you can pray. Above all, love each other deeply because love covers over a multitude of sins. Offer hospitality to one another without grumbling. Each one should use whatever gift He has received to serve others, faithfully administering God's grace in its various forms. If anyone speaks, he should do it as one speaking the very words of God. If anyone serves, he should do it with the strength God provides. So that in all things, God may be praised through Christ Jesus. To Him be the glory and the power forever and ever. Amen. I like reading different portions of the Bible from different translations, and I'd like to read the same portion of the Bible from the message translation. I'd like to take just a moment today and read it again from a different translation. First Peter chapter 4, verses 7-11. Everything in the world is about to be wrapped up, so take nothing for granted. Stay wide awake in prayer. Most of all, love each other as if your life depended on it. Love makes up for practically anything. Be quick to give a meal to the hungry, a bed to the homeless, cheerfully. Be generous with the different things God gave you, passing them around till so all get in on it. His word, let it be God's word. His help, let it be God's hearty help. That way, God's great presence will be evident in everything through Jesus, and he'll get all the credit as the one mighty in everything, on course to the end of time. Oh, yes. Yeah. I think we can all agree that serving God. So important. And we need to make sure that our lives are in a position where we can serve. And you might say today, How can I serve? Perhaps some of you, you've been cooped up in your house, you've been taken out of your normal routines, and you say, How can I serve? Well, let's check out a few ways that we can serve anyway. First, we need to serve whenever and whenever, wherever, and whenever is needed. First Peter in the Bible teaches that we should serve others. It does not mean that we serve when we feel like it, but what but what it's saying is that we we actually use our life as service. Who should we serve? Well, we should serve Christ, we should serve our family, our church, a community. What we talked about just a few moments ago is we, we talk about blessing our community by going and supporting local businesses. That's the way in which we can serve our community and show love to our community in a Christlike and practical way. You see, it's really not that difficult. If there's a need at home or at the church or perhaps there's a need right in your own neighborhood, I believe that there's lots of need right in your own neighborhood that you can even practically do and not even break any of the social distancing rules and regulations, and you can serve. Just look for the opportunities, and I believe that, that God presents opportunities to us. But remember, we have to be living our lives and getting rid of the clutter in our lives by pruning out some of those things in our lives that would distract us. So if there's a need, and perhaps as you discover that need, I believe that God has provided an opportunity for you with his help to meet that need. So live in the shadows. A lot of people like to serve for the applause of people. To the principle that I believe we need to live by we need to live to please an audience of one. We need to live our lives in such a way that we, we don't need the appreciation or the pat on the back from someone. We, we just do it because we are serving God. The Bible teaches us to serve one another in love. This simple truth means that we don't care who necessarily gets the credit for what we do. We do it because we're doing it as, as under the rules. We're, we're serving God. And as we serve God, we make a choice to love others. Have you ever met, you ever met that person that, that loves the pat on the back? Every time they do something, they, they just want that pat on the back for every single thing that they've done. And I'm not saying that recognition is thing. Don't get me wrong this morning, we do that as a church family, and, and I do that. And, and I appreciate every once in a while when someone says, thank you, we need that as, as we need that encouragement. And that's important, but that should never be the reason in which we use. things. It doesn't matter who gets the credit, As long as God, as long as Christ is being glorified. As we wrap up our time together this morning, let me just ask you quickly today just a couple of questions. How are you serving? Perhaps you, you haven't made a decision to follow Jesus Christ, and all of this is, is becoming new to you. Lots of people have accepted Christ as a result of, of the Holy Spirit drawing them to Him as God has used our online time together in the week And if you have not accepted Jesus Christ into your life, and as I've said many times, I believe it's the best decision you'll ever make in your life. It's the best decision I ever made. Just to say yes to Jesus, and all you have to do is just pull a prayer in your spirit. Just Welcome him, Lord Jesus, I welcome you into my life. For today, I make a decision to follow you from this day forward. I believe that you echo something like that in your spirit, and you mean it. I, be, I believe it's the best decision you could ever make today. And let us know, let us know if you made that decision today. And we'd love to help you in your new relationship with Jesus. So what are you doing as you sit? How are you presently living today? I would to encourage you today, as you look at your life, as you examine your life, as you look at the things in your life that are perhaps in the way, as you prune out some of those things in your life to make way, to make way in your life, to use you in your way you from looking for a place that you can serve in your home, in your community, in your church, in your neighborhood, wherever God places you of you. A third and a way to see what's called to see what's called the Lord. In other words, this morning, find a place to serve and serve the I want to thank you today. It's one us. These are always exciting times as we gather together. I believe it's important that we carve out time in our week to spend having church together. I believe it's just something about making that decision to carve out an hour and a half before every Sunday and just gathering together. Let's play together. Today. Lord, thank you for this today. Thank you for this beautiful day that you've given and you've provided for us. Lord, we pray that the words that have been shared, the stories of encouragement that have been shared today, Lord, the time that we've spent together, that Lord, that we will remember the words that have been spoken together. And I pray, Holy Spirit, Lord, that you would carry those words deep into our hearts. And Lord, that we would remember what we have today. Lord, we pray that we be looking for ways that we can serve you and serve those around us.